And good morning. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Room Prime Podcast. It's your host, Ruben Prime. Uh, today's date, 11 20 2022 november 20th 2022 i don't know why i read it that way the first go around i guess it's just it's early in the morning i think i'm just super energized i guess because i was able to get some sleep like I, i passed out immediately last night after uh after work, so I guess I'm just, you know, finally re-energized, I guess. But regardless, you guys are here listening on the interwebs, and I greatly appreciate that. And boy, it's uh, it's been a crazy weekend on Twitter. It's been a crazy last couple of weeks on Twitter in general ever since Elon Musk took over. And a lot of good, some bad, some questions, some concerns I have. And of course, the thing that always stays constant, the thing that always stays the same is A, people are retarded. And there are way too many there are way too many people on here that think that they're important. And that's even the Twitter employees that were that were propped up by the mainstream media as being the heroes when a lot of these people were getting paid to do absolutely nothing. And they have this self-importance about them. Oh, I'm I work at Twitter, I'm important. And mind you, you're not that important, not that valuable, valuable, excuse me, because your services are no longer required since uh, the massive layoffs. And basically, people are just throwing a fit. You know, Elon Musk has been, he, he has turned... He has turned from the most likable man on on the planet on until a few years ago when he started asking questions, you know, calling people out on both sides, especially on the democratic side, on the liberal side. And now he's the most hated. And of course you, you hear all these talks, well, Elon Musk buying Twitter is a threat to our democracy. Um, Him unbanning uh, certain people's accounts is a threat to our democracy. Having free speech is a threat to our democracy. Mind you, it's not the shadiness of the elections. You know, that's fine. The... The J6 committee, January 6th committee, like that's fine. Uh, the Summer of Love, that's fine. Um, may, may I go on? Yes, let's, let's go on. 
Uh, inflation. Even though we were told by our, our leaders, policymakers that, yeah, and, and of course, Uncle Joe, that there's no there's no inflation, it's just fear mongering, blah, blah, blah. And then when it, finally they admitted it, yeah, inflation has gone up, it's too high. And let's see where else. Ukraine, the war in Ukraine, because, you know, war is profit. It's been a minute since we've been in in a war. So, of course, we got to, you know, enter a new war. And speaking of Ukraine and, and, and the war, the FTX scandal, the crypto holding company ran by Sam Bankman-Fried, of course, he was a big donor to Democrats and, of course, Republicans. You know, they're all the same. They, they all look the same after a while. All, all these politicians, they move the same. The only difference is they got the, the letter D or the letter R in front of their names. You know, just different color, but they exact the same. And basically... Um, FTX was essentially money laundering for for politicians, and of course that money, the average people that that put their their money into this into this scam, this Ponzi scheme, they ain't getting that money back. I'm sorry to say. But all those things and many more that I'm forgetting, those are all fine. You can have people just tear through this country, burn it to the ground, and that's fine. You can have uh, you know, BLM, Antifa, just set up shop and create demilitarized zones, little cities within cities. And that's fine. You can have you can have high crime rate in these uh in these blue cities. That's fine. That's totally a okay having having massive amounts of crime and homicides and and robberies and assaults that's fine but a billionaire buying a social media platform that's a threat throughout democracy asking questions being for free speech is a threat throughout democracy and all these buzzwords it's all the same with these people because a lot of these people are uh, projecting the fact that they're the ones who are for censorship. They're the ones who want to silence people that don't agree with their views, you know, their views that don't line up with theirs. They want to, they want them to be censored. It's always the people who, who preach the loudest are the ones who, who are most likely the ones doing evil because they got to stay face. 
They got to stay face. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is going to be as short as short can be because uh, I don't want this to be super long. But uh, episode 115 of the Room Prime podcast titled The Twitter Meltdown. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, but I'm, I'm going to try to condense it as much as I can without tripping and slipping and, you know, making a fool on myself, <laughs> but I'm going to try my best. But basically, Twitter had a meltdown through the weekend, and like I mentioned, it's Sunday, so there's a lot of fallout, and I will talk about this after I give some shouts. Uh, once again, please follow this podcast uh, where we listen to this too. I greatly appreciate it. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm still, I, I can't not call it iTunes, you know, but Apple Podcasts. Leave a review, a comment, a nice uh, constructive feedback, something that I am for. I'm, I'm not going to call you racist. I'm not going to call you misogynist. I'm not going to call you uh, a bigot if you give me constructive criticism and feedback i mean if you are a troll then i'm just gonna laugh but if you have actual constructive feedback uh please if it's on apple Podcasts, spotify or any other uh podcasting uh hosting where you can post comments please do please leave a rating and a comment i appreciate that and on spotify you can leave ratings but not comments so a rating a rating on a or a comment either way i appreciate it and you can follow me on twitter mr ruben prime and also on my other account ruben prime media and shout outs to juyari the juyari show and shout outs to later the four kings and shout-outs to the Fumo Boys. And shout-outs to this, all of them. Everyone that has a some sort of passion project, podcast, some sort of content creating, artists, whoever, whatever, whoever you are, you got something going on, productive, you know, have at it, keep going at it, improve. So that being said, let's go on to the show. So Twitter meltdown. Um, I mean, just really quick, just to give like a little timeline. So Friday was, you know, pretty busy. You know, work, you know, work uh, closing shifts. So I'm over here like, you know, people saying, oh, Twitter goes down, blah, blah, blah. And I, I have like certain accounts I have like, notifications when they tweet it will show um and i was like twitter is going down like what is all this and i checked and it's everyone basically saying the same thing that twitter is supposed to be going down and it seems like um elon well not Elon, uh, people just up and quit 
with the new Twitter 2.0. And if you weren't along for the ride, if you weren't along with the program, that basically that's a resonation. So a lot of people end up quitting the course. The mainstream media, as they always do, try to spin it to make Elon the villain. All these hit pieces, all these lies, and making these good-for-nothing uh, Twitter employees, just, just the ones that are just Karens and Kens and that are just uh, so self-important. All you know, these activists that are in these, uh, in these, and uh, Twitter and all these other companies that they're all the same. They just complain, don't do nothing. Even when they get something, they still complain. There's never enough with these people. So that was where the whole hysteria of Twitter being shut down because apparently, uh, virtual signaling activists that are getting paid really good, but still complain about capitalism, still complain about everything being bad, everything being terrible, because now they actually have to do work. They're trying to leave, and it's like, well, well, you're going to go, you're going to go, and that, that just sparked, oh, my God, Twitter's going down, Twitter's going down, which it didn't, and I was laughing at everyone. Even people that I follow, people that I know, I was laughing at y'all because y'all were going along with the impression that Twitter was going to shut down. Oh my God, follow me on Instagram. If you know Twitter goes down, it wasn't going to go down. But what what happened is that so many people started using Twitter Friday night, and Elon took advantage of that. He was like. Listen, the the old Twitter is dead, new Twitter is here. You know, if people wanna wanna repeat the line that Twitter is dying, so be it. At least people are using the app. <laughs> and then he put out a, a, a Twitter poll as well. Should we reinstate uh Donald Trump? And I could pull it up here. Let's see, pull it up here. Okay, here we go. Oh man, the, the tweet is unavailable. Well, it ended at 51. Okay. All right, good. That was so weird. I guess I guess it just it broke Twitter, I guess. Um let's, let's put this up right there. I'm afraid if I like go back that it's gonna it's not gonna show. So for those who are listening, uh Elon Musk posted a, a Twitter poll and it's he acts reinstate former President Trump, and 15, over 15 million votes with a, with a yes, 51.8% uh, 
said yes to reinstate Donald Trump's Twitter account. And that was on Friday. So at the end of basically the end of uh uh last night, like around eight, eight thirty ish, nine PM, uh his account was reinstated. And of course you had so many people melting down and ringing and I was like, This is fucking beautiful. And I was like <laughs> You know, hang on to your butts. You know, like to quote the Joker, and here we go. And to me, I felt like he was going to reinstate um, Donald Trump regardless. He just wanted to see what the people wanted, you know, what, what, you know, if they wanted it or not. However, um, this whole letting Twitter decide, I'm not a fan of that because what ends up happening is, is that A got the bots, which is something that he complained about when doing the whole acquisition of Twitter. And then B, just the fact that it's going to be yes or no, and of course it goes back to the bots. I'm I think he always intended to bring back Trump because again at the end of the day Trump is the most popular person in the world but also most hated there's no denying that and the fact that he was you know he was banned off of Twitter mind you for no reason except that they just wanted to silence him you know, all these people that were saying, oh, these people are so mad, you know, mainly uh, Republicans, conservatives, libertarians. It's all, oh, if you don't like Twitter, go make your own. And then they made, you know, there were other Twitter alternatives, you know, Gab, Minds, you know, True Social. And parlor, and yeah, those are those are the ones on top of my head. And of course, it was like, no, we can't. It's funny they say Twitter's a private company; it could it could do what it wants. Or oh, if you don't like it, go make your own. But as soon as we they make their own, we go about making our own thing. They attack it, and basically what they're saying without saying is that we don't want you to make your own. We don't want you to speak. We don't want you to have a living. So that's one of my main reasons why to let those people in on the vote, those people that just hate the guts of the other, the other 50 or so percent of the population, it's kind of, it's for me, and you know I'm not a, you know I'm not a Republican a conservative, but I wouldn't want people that hate me to have a say in my fate, because automatically they're gonna they're gonna let me hang. <laughs> so that's my thing. But then something interesting 
happened if I can let's see if I can bring it up okay here we go so the second really quickly so right here so what should Twitter do next Elam tweeted and and this was on Friday the 18th I believe and of course people were saying hey bring back Alex Jones Elon said no and Viva Fry awesome guy I like his hair too it's wild I like his hair though and why not specifically and of course and there were a lot of people like recording monetized videos now like I agree just for the fact that people post videos for free and a lot of there's a lot of views that get put on these videos are like you know 30 seconds a minute two minutes two and a half minutes three minutes or so and yeah and I agree like get these banned accounts bring them back and get these algorithms off like like there's still shadow banning there's still um there's still a lot of uh there's still a lot of uh nasty algorithms on here but when the conversation to bring back Alex Jones, you know, the whole thing about bringing Alex Jones back was brought up. And I think that Elon Musk should have just stayed silent. But I understand why he said no. But just the way that he went about it wasn't, it wasn't, the best way and then I believe he also said too bad I don't know if it was uh, Viva um let's see I believe I don't know it was Viva that I responded but it was definitely someone else um and then he said too bad and my whole thing was with that like yeah that that was not a good way to it's not a good way yep sorry about that that was not a good way to go about things but i understand the reason why he brought back uh he also brought back andrew tate uh Donald Trump, Babylon B and Jordan B. Peterson. And also for I mean I understand, but it's like, okay, whatever. Uh Kathy Griffin. Um but the reason why Elon said no to unbanning Alex Jones is because he's in a lawsuit right now where he has to pay 
like two trillion. Last time I checked, it was like almost a billion. And then it was like, no, now it's a trillion. And I thought that was just a meme. And then now it's it's two trillion. And of course, he's not gonna pay that back. It is all kangaroo court with Alex Jones. They just wanna make an example out of him with the whole, you know, Sandy Hook thing. And he he's he has admitted that he got something wrong and that, you know, he apologized. And that's something that he has to live with. But did that cause any any harm for what he said about Sandy Hook? My opinion, no. Should he have said it? No. So it's just it's just people going about going about this just to prove a point. And just the fact that also Elon Musk to just bring everyone back, you know, from from the, the ban from the ban list, the, the Twitter ban list. He has to first just clean up Twitter and then just wait and see. Cause just to bring back everyone at once is not a good idea. Bring back a few accounts here and there. However, I do agree with people, especially on the right, that say, well, you are a free speech advocate, but yet you're not willing to bring back Alex Jones. And just the way that he went about it wasn't wasn't good. So I understand. I I understand why people are uh you know are upset so you know that that's why why well, i understand why elon musk doesn't want to exactly bring him back but i understand why people are upset and it makes sense he's in a lawsuit he's he's just controversial and to to uh alex jones's credit i'm gonna play this video he posted a video response video and you're gonna hear it it's about two minutes long all right here we go this is criminal. Even Senator Josh Hawley yesterday brought this up to the head of DHS, Morcus, and said, you're helping run the censorship and you're surveilling the American people and telling big tech who to censor. So Elon Musk has the EU threatening him not to bring back Alex Jones and Donald Trump. He has DHS behind the scenes with a bunch of moles inside his organization. There's a question right now on whether Twitter will even be able to continue on to the future because all of the sabotage. So as I said in the last month with this buildup, I want to see Twitter freed overall first and to see if Musk can even get control of it before we talk about Donald Trump or Alex Jones being brought back. But at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. I've built InfoWars.com. I've built our syndicated radio show and TV show that reaches tens of millions a day. You've built it with your word of mouth. And we're not going to sit there and hope that Elon Musk can free Twitter. 
We've got Rumble. We've got Gab. We've got Getter. We've got Telegram. We've got so many other great platforms, and we're going to continue to energize those and promote those and get those out to the world. Just because there's tyranny at Twitter and tyranny at Facebook and tyranny at Google and tyranny at Apple doesn't mean we can't build our own system. That's the reason Joe Rogan went to Spotify when YouTube, owned by Google, was trying to censor him a few years ago. It's not that Spotify's perfect, but they told Joe, we won't censor you, and now they're number one in podcast. Even though, even though they, they did censor uh, Joe Rogan in the, in the beginning. So kind of wrong there. Overall, they let him, they let Joe Rogan do his thing, but, but they have censored uh, Joe Rogan and especially the episodes that. Alex Jones and other conservatives were on in the beginning. Testing showing that free speech is what people want, and that's what is innovating, and that's what is successful. So at the end of the day, I'm betting on humanity. I'm betting on free speech. I'm betting on the renaissance. Uh, here we go. Here we go. I was looking for this tweet here. Okay, so. So Elon said no. And then uh, this user, John William Sherrod, the band of Alex Jones in the first place was that, was first taught Twitter that they could just get away with banning anyone for speech that they didn't like. He could be the subject of the same hateful content policy you mentioned, still have a voice in this app. Exactly. That, that, that's, that, that's my thing too, like, the reason why they 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 ban out that was the first like big banning was of Alex Jones off of Twitter, and and then they figured out oh we could just ban anyone just for speech that we don't like we could just ban anyone because we can find any excuse to ban them and. Then that snowballed into just banning other people. So Alex Jones was like was the litmus test. And right now Alex Jones is the litmus test if he ever gets unbanned. However, we'll have to see. And I do agree with Alex Jones that we gotta wait for Twitter to be cleaned up. And to me, I uh Um, I, we just got to wait and see, we just got to wait and see, because is this, this is very delicate, and like Alex mentioned, you know, like, uh, like Alex mentioned, with, uh, you know, the leaks, the Department of Justice leak. Let me repeat this again. The head of DHS, Morcus, and said, you're helping run the censorship and you're surveilling the American people and telling big tech who to censor. Yep. The Department of Justice, they're the ones who are telling big tech who to censor. They're surveilling, which we've been, we've been surveilled from jump from Jump Street. 
So this this isn't anything new, but of course the average person doesn't really care because you'll hear, oh, we got nothing to hide, so why bother? And it's just, this is why I feel, on the other hand, I don't put a lot of blame on Elon, but in the same token, I'm very cautious because we do not know what's going on behind the scenes. We're not privy to everything that, that, that goes on. And there's so many moving parts, you know. And I think bringing back Donald Trump was a safe choice. To bring back Alex Jones, it, Twitter were gone nuclear. But you already had people ringing over uh Reading over Donald Trump coming back. And the funny thing is, Trump is going to stay on true social. On, on, on the social media platform that he helped build. So he's going to be over there. And people are stirring, which is good. You, you have people saying, oh, I'm leaving Twitter. I can't share the same platform with Donald Trump. And they come back. They always come back because at the end of the day, these people are addicted. These people that love these echo chambers, they do not want no one else, anyone else that doesn't align with their views to speak, to have a voice. And yet these are the same people that are talking about a threat to democracy and free speech is just a dog whistle for racists and anti-Semitic and all this other stuff, which, you know, speaking of anti-Semitic, on the next episode may be anti-Semitic because I will be talking about Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. Uh, I've been, it's a long time coming. But, uh, but yeah, that, that episode is going to be a little anti-Semitic. And I'm kidding, by the way a joke Jesus Christ is a joke but um then we can go like five more minutes yeah we can go five more minutes but it's just crazy um they brought back they brought back Donald Trump actually let's go to his Let's go to his um yep as this as blue is the sky today and as cold as my toes are uh Trump is back on Twitter and it's he is he's back and the funny thing is is that he's going to be on his on his true social so for all these pandering all these idiots ring i mean I, I love it like watching people melt down in real time was beautiful because they they can't handle someone to you know someone that uh uh 
they just can't handle someone like him who's, as they claim, radical. And, I mean, I'm all, I'm for everyone to be able to speak. I'm for everyone uh, to be able to speak their mind and, and have a a voice to talk. And these people that are claiming that they're for free speech, that they're liberal, and they care about people, they don't. These people are full of garbage. These people, all they want to do is just have an echo chamber. All these people want to do is to have their own biases for just for the world to hear. They don't want any other conflicting views. They don't want any any sort of healthy discourse. And that's dangerous. And if, you know, this is the direction that Twitter is going, I mean, we'll have to see. But I am cautiously optimistic. But at the end of the day, it's exciting to hear all the ring, all the all the insanity. And I mean, they brought back, they brought back uh, Andrew Tate. Like, was Andrew Tate? They brought back, they brought back this guy. And already he has 1.2 million followers. It's, it's it's pretty wild, and people came back because uh, Andrew Tate, you know, Andrew Tate uh, was uh, you know they banned him, so it was like, well, uh, there's no reason for me to be here, so I'm gone. And then when they when he came back, when they unbanned his account, people started coming back. And that's what Twitter needs. Not just not just one side of the aisle. Like we need people from all walks of life to have a voice. And that's what the issue with the left. They don't want that. They want their little echo chambers. They want their their virtual signaling. They want everything to be homogenized. They want everything to be sanitized because these people don't know what it is to have fun. They don't know what it is to have a a actual debate when they use buzzwords as uh, uh, misogynist, racist, homophobic, transphobic. They have no actual argument. These people never had any adversity, never dealt with, with real life. And so much so that these people were going on a going on a, on a tantrum because someone don't someone that they don't like is on the same platform they're on. It's like they have to look for reasons to be offended. It's really crazy. It's like if you don't like what the person has to say, don't listen. There's a thing on Twitter here. You see, you see uh, blow this up. And I'm gonna get out of here. This this thing here, right? 
you can mute, you can block. All right, you can mute someone, you can block them. You know, the only the only thing the the only accounts that I block is like bots, porn bots, things like that. Like I, I can't stand I cannot stand these porn bots, these these bot accounts, just bots in general. You know, and, and ironically that's what a lot of these uh leftist uh Twitter accounts are. They're just full of bots. They have no actual following, no actual interaction. That's like me if I were to get a bunch of bots overnight, a bunch of followers. It's like I know I'm not getting much interaction on my Twitter account. Like it it takes a lot of work for someone to authentically get a following. And these people don't they, they just don't they're not authentic people. And you and it shows. But guys at the end of the day, um let let the just let the ring continue. Trump is back on on Twitter, but he he's not he's not gonna be on the platform like that. Uh I, I do hope they bring back Alex Jones. I do I do hope they bring back Nick Ricada. They they better bring him back. They better bring back, you know, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. I hope they, they bring those people back to those accounts as well. But again, we'll see. We will see how this develops, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to be jumping for joy right away. But it's interesting. It's, 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 I like the chaos because, of course, people are dumb. They will run with anything without verifying if it's true or not. And that's just how the world works, unfortunately. You can run with misinformation, call it fact, but as soon as you talk about something factual with backing because the person said it, you know, depending on the person who said it, or just because of the fact itself, there'll be labeled misinformation and all that jazz. So yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh guys, that that's it. That's the episode. Little combobulated but at the end of the day, I just want I wanted to put something out. I, I just want to put this out because all this Twitter stuff is kind of entertaining. And at the end of the day, I put the, the phone down. I still got to live my life. But it's good to, you know, have a little laugh. You pick up the Twitter app and you see all the, the chaos unfolding. And, you know, I'm glad for, for that, Elon Musk. I thank you for bringing all the chaos and making Twitter fun just to make my day just a tiny bit more fun and interesting. And, you know, once I'm done, I put the phone down. I live my life. Life continues. So, guys, that, that's my message. Live your life. Social media shouldn't be the main focus of your life unless you have, unless you're creating content. All right? So that being said, uh, for myself, I've been room prime. Remember? leave a rating on this uh on um apple podcasts google 
Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you can leave a, a rating and a review. Uh, remember to follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Mr. Ruben Prime, and also at twitter.com slash Ruben Prime Media. That being said, I've been Ruben Prime. Enjoy your Sunday and your Thanksgiving. And I'm out. Peace. Follow the light. The light is your guide. I am controller of planet tanks. Three, three. And I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. King Ghidorah, take me to your leader. Quick to claim that he not no snake like me neither. They need to take a breather. Even rhyming longer than Sigmund the Sea Creature. Been on Saturday feature. Pleased to meet ya. And came to wake you up out the deep sleeper like he needed to stop before he caught the knee drop. Even give you more sick, sick than ZZ top. Well, full bears thou shall not more corner. Future like one more step to y'all's corners. So poor rich, front if you wanna.